Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome to this episode of the Live, Train, Perform podcast. I'm your host, Sean Koba. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to be uh, reading some excerpts from a book that I'm currently working my way through. The book is called Factfulness by Hans Rosling, and uh, the subtitle is 10 Reasons We're Wrong About the World and Why Things Are Better Than You Think. Uh, so the book starts with 13 questions and I'm going to read off some of those questions. I want you guys to uh, come up with the answer that you believe is right. Number one, in all low-income countries across the world today, how many girls finish primary school? Is it 20%, 40% or 60%? Question two, where does the majority of the world population live? Is it A, low-income countries, B, middle-income countries or C, high-income countries? Question three, in the last 20 years, the proportion of the world population living in extreme poverty has, has it doubled, remained more or less the same, or almost halved? Question four, what is the life expectancy of the world today? Is it 50 years, 60 years, or 70 years? Question five, there are 2 billion children in the world today aged 0 to 15 years old. How many children will there be in the year 2100 according to the United Nations? Is it 4 billion, 3 billion or 2 billion? Question 6. The UN predicts that by 2100 the world population will have increased by another 4 billion people. What is the main reason? A. There will be more children below 15. B. There will be more adults 15 to 74. Or C. There will be very uh, more very old people 75 and older. Question 7. How did the number of deaths per year from natural disasters change over the last 100 years? Is it A, more than doubled, B, remained about the same, or C, decreased to less than half? Uh, Question 8 requires a visual, so I won't go through that. Question 9. How many of the world's one-year-old children today have been vaccinated against some disease? A, 20%, B, 50%, or C, 80%? Question 10. Worldwide, 30-year-old men have spent 10 years in school on average. How many years have women of the same age spent in school? A, 9 years, B, 6 years, or C, 3 years? Question 11. In 1996, tigers, giant pandas, and black rhinos were all listed as endangered. How many of these three species are more critically endangered today? A, 2 of them, B, 1 of them, and C, none of them. Question 12. How many people in the world have some access to electricity? A, 20%, B, 50%, or C, 80%? Question 13. Global climate experts believe that over the next 100 years, the average temperature will A, get warmer, B, remain the same, or C, get colder. Now, I answered those questions and I was way wrong. Uh, The book then goes into uh, 10 different instincts that we use Uh, that essentially paint a picture of the world that we see, the world that we view. And the interesting thing for me is that most people believe that the world is getting worse, and that's simply because we have a lot more access to information which spreads around the world a lot faster. Um, And where our brains are literally attuned to uh, picking up uh, potential threats. So uh, just going to read an excerpt from the book here. We are subjected to never-ending cascades of negative news from across the world. Wars, famines, natural disasters, political mistakes, corruption, budget cuts, diseases, mass layoffs, acts of terror. 
Journalists who reported flights that didn't crash or crops that didn't fail would quickly lose their jobs. Stories about gradual improvements rarely make the front page even when they occur on a dramatic scale and impact millions of people. Those topics I just spoke about easily get through our filters and these unusual events are more newsworthy than everyday ones. The unusual stories that we're constantly shown by the media paint a picture in our heads and if we're not extremely careful we come to believe that the unusual is usual and that this is the world that we live in and this is what the world looks like. Yet, here's the paradox. The image of a dangerous world has never been broadcast more effectively than it is now while the world has never been less violent and more safe. Fears that once helped our ancestors stay alive today help keep journalists employed. It isn't the journalist's fault and we shouldn't expect them to change. It isn't driven by media logic among the producers so much as by attention logic in the heads of the consumers. Now, as I said before, we evolved to identify threats so that we can uh, go through a physiological response to keep ourselves alive and reproduce and pass on our genes. So... Uh, The media is literally just doing their job and they're going to report on these negative news stories that's going to catch the attention of the consumers. Now, just to give a quick example before I start winding up the episode, in 2016, a total of 40 million commercial passenger flights landed safely at their destination. Only 10 ended in fatal accidents. Of course, those are the ones that the journalists wrote about, which ended up being... 0.00025% of the total. Safe flights are not newsworthy. 2016 was actually the second safest year in aviation history, which is not newsworthy either. It turns out that the world, for all its imperfections, is in a much better state than we might think. But when we worry about everything all the time, instead of embracing a worldview based on facts, we can lose our ability to focus on the things that threaten us most. Uh, That is my brief introduction to the book Factfulness by Hans Rosling. I'm about three quarters of the way through it. Uh, I already implement a lot of the tools uh, that they talk about in this book. I don't really uh, expose myself to the media too much. I limit my social media time uh, every day to 90 minutes and I only use it in blocks, which means that I every time I go on social media, I'm using it intentionally uh, and for a purpose. So um, there's definitely some takeaways from this book and I highly recommend it to anyone who wants to look at data and trends through history to see how much uh, the human population and civilization is progressing. And yes, there's still some issues in the world that need to be dealt with and will be dealt with in the future. However, this is a really good way of looking at uh, how far we've come um, from even only a couple of decades ago. So yes, there might still be some bad things, but we're in a much, much better place moving forward. And that is it from me today, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed my brief overview of the book Factfulness by Hans Rosling. Highly recommend reading it. As always, any five-star ratings and reviews are much appreciated. Much love, guys. Peace.